What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Young and Love podcast. This is a podcast where being young and love has absolutely nothing, zero zelch to do with your age, but has all to do with your growth and your maturity and love over time. My name is Darius Covington. I am the very stressed out host of this podcast. <laughs> Without fail, it happens every time that I try to record this, but something always goes wrong. Okay, either the battery in this mixer dies, I run out of storage space on the camera, the microphone cord ain't doing what isn't it. Something always happens today. I've recorded this introduction. This is my third time. And every time on this little mixer on the screen, it'll say could not write whatever. It's working now. We pushing I, literally as I was switching out the SD card because I feel I felt like that might have been the problem. Although the SD card has been working all day. I was singing that song. Um, the devil is a lion. God is his old. And uh, it's working now. So we 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 gonna run with we're going to run with this. Um, I'm going to get into this really quick. I am currently in an Airbnb. I said this already, but I did it record. I am currently at an Airbnb because y'all have been asking. A few of y'all have DM me and asked for me to be more consistent in the podcast. I have kept promising. I keep promising to be more consistent in the podcast. Um, and I keep failing at being consistent. So I decided to rent out an Airbnb and focus my entire day on, um, filming a bunch of podcast episodes that I have written in my notes. And we're going to put these notes into actions and film this episode. So, Today, as you can see by the title, um, we're going to be talking about, I actually got this episode one day, I forget what I was driving to, um, but the title of this episode is Called by God, and um, I was driving, I don't remember where, I, I feel like I was maybe driving to church or to the gym, I know where I was driving at, I just don't exactly know <laughs> where I was driving to. Um, but as I was driving, I was kind of thinking about all the different things that I'm doing with my content, all the different things that I want to do with my content and kind of where where content is is headed, what direction content is headed for me. Um, and as I was driving, I thought about all the hurdles that I faced along this journey, um, just losing money, having to change, losing out on brand deals. Um, you know, very transparently, when I first started on TikTok, I was doing just like relatable comedy skits that got me to 10,000. And then I switched over and started doing um, some kind of like normalizing women menstruation, women issues that you guys, that women face. Um, and that like project, I was going to say projectile, but that projected me um, super fast in, in my following count. And when that happened, I didn't know what I was doing in the social media world. It was just happening. And I was trying to figure it out as I went along. Um, but as that happened, I started to get a lot of brand deal opportunities. And the more I did the content, the more brand deal opportunities I got, the more money was kind of just flooding in faster and brand deal opportunities were flooding in faster. Um, and then at the top of this year, um, I felt led to switch out of that. Um, and I really didn't have my uh, somebody I know was going through my content with me on the phone and they were like looking at a block of my content and they were just like, and this, you know, this part of your content, you were just doing anything. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of trying to figure out what I was supposed to be doing. Um, and then I figured that this world of, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to call myself a Christian influencer or a Christian content creator, but kind of figured out that this portion of content was where I was supposed to be at. And to be very transparent, when I switched out into this world of content, I lost a lot of opportunities for brand deals because who wants to, who wants to work with somebody who's sitting in front of a camera and talking, right? Um, face that challenge. I had a TikTok account that got banned, all these different challenges and just maneuvering through them. And I was driving um, in my car 
And I literally like audibly said to God, why did you have to make my calling hard? <laughs> um, and so I wonder after I said that, I literally took my phone out while I was driving, took my phone out and I just typed it in my notes because I wonder how many people um, feel called to do a thing by God who feel called to a certain industry, called to a certain career, called to to preach, to sing, uh, called to be the change in your family, called to be the generational curse breaker in your family. And just thought about how many other callings or how many other people feel that the thing that God has called you to is like hard. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, it is not an easy thing. Um, and so I literally, as I was driving, I probably cried a little bit. Who knows at this point? I'd be crying. Any, any times with God, I'd just be like sobbing. Um, but started to think about why God gave me a challenging call. Um, and I'll, I can go back into, I got active in church when I was 10, right? I started off as a, my aunt brought me to the, to this church. I was 10 years old, 10 years old. She was an usher at the church. And so naturally I had to usher too. Um, and I remember, I guess like, you know, from maybe, maybe, maybe I was 10. I think I was 10 when I started going there. I was going to say maybe I was 11, but I was 10. And then at 11 years old, I got, I went to a retreat and I got saved at the retreat. And from there on, there's nothing, there's nothing in the church besides like counting the money. And let me be honest, y'all don't want me to count your money in your church. Cause I'm gonna lose all of it. Not cause I'm gonna miscount all of it. I'm not really good at math, but everything outside of being a trustee of the church, um, I have served in all those positions. I've been a leader in the church. Um, and I, beyond just all the things that I did in the church, when I think about what my life is called to do, all of our lives are called to glorify God, right? But when I think about how exactly I'm supposed to be doing that, I'm challenged with the thought of like, the thing that I feel, which is crazy to me because the thing that I feel like God has called me to do is so much bigger than me, but also so much harder than I could like encapsulate in my brain. And even when I think about the fact that like you have a TikTok following of over a million followers, which once seemed very hard and not tangible and impossible um, to be like now, like, oh, dang, like. I, not like God, you did that, but like the thing that God has called you to at a YouTube channel years ago, please don't. Don't try to find it. You actually probably can't because I think I took all the videos down. Um, but where I felt like, oh, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this content thing. And at one point, what seemed impossible and what seemed hard when I was just like, all right, God, like whatever, whatever you want me to do in this in this realm, I'll do it. Once I let go of my own will. And we, we talk about that a lot in this podcast. Once I let go of my own will, my own desires and like fully submitted who I am and what I do to God. He completely, completely, completely took over. Um, so I, I, we'll go. There's four points that we'll talk about in this podcast. First one is understanding your calling and your purpose. Second one is when your trauma becomes your purpose. Third one is when navigating your calling isn't easy. And then fourth one, and we'll close out there, is knowing that if God has called you to a thing, then that he's equipped you for that thing. Um, and so the first thing I'll talk about, because this is the question that I get very often on um, on TikTok a lot, is how do I know what God has called me to do? Or how do I understand what God has called me to do? And I think the same way that you understand what your job, <laughs> what your job requires from you is the same thing, um, is, is the same thing that we have to do to understand what God has called us to do. And how do we know what our job has called us to do? Because they made up this thing called a job description. And we just go and we read over what we were called to do according to that job description. 
Um, and how do we know that we're qualified for the job? We look at our own skills and our own experiences and we apply that to the job and make it work for us. So how does that then work for what God has called us to do? I thought I had my Bible here, but we have a manual in that of the Bible. That is our manual. And uh, we know what our we know what our ultimate purpose is, what God has ultimately called us to do is to bring souls to him. Right. How do we do that? I think that if you, when you look at your skill set and when you look at the things that God has gifted and talented you with, when you think about what is that, what, what what is that one thing that I can never get out of my head? That thing that I keep on thinking about, that thing I keep on, I go to sleep thinking about it, I wake up thinking about it. Um, I think that points to what your calling is. For years, um, I think since like maybe freshman year of high school, I always wanted a camera. I didn't necessarily want to be in front of the camera, like at all. But I always wanted a camera. I wanted to take pictures. I wanted to, to do videos. Um, that's how I created the YouTube account. And then I got into like studying YouTubers and never wanted to do TikTok. Um, but once I went on, although I did not start off, and this is something that I say all the time, and it really, this, this thing really brings tears to my eyes. I say this all the time that like, if I never say the name of Jesus, I hope that my life speaks his name. Um, and so when I started on TikTok, I wasn't sitting in front of a camera talking about God. I wasn't preaching like there, no scriptures were not falling out of my mouth. But I think that there was something about the way that I presented myself on the camera um, that people would DM me all the time. Be like, oh, my God, there's something about you. They'd be like, are you a believer? And I had a cross in my in my bio, but like ooh, everybody got a cross in their bio. <laughs> um, but I think the way that I carried myself, even though I was doing some outrageous things, when I first started off, like, I, I, I don't think that I would piece together. Um, but anyway, I, I kind of partnered together that thing that I kept thinking about, which was videography, which was being you using the camera and, and doing photography, um, combining that that thing, that skill set that I had, that desire that I had that I kept waking up with um, and then compiled it with like, what is my calling in the world? Taking my skill, my gift, um, the thing that I'm anointed to do with what I, what, uh, what, what God's ultimate purpose was for, or is for me. And then meshing those two, merging those two together. And so this is how you get the podcast, right? This is how you get the podcast. I call it good talk. This is when I file taxes, this is what we call it on TikTok. It's called good talks. All those sit down in front of the camera conversations. Those are the good talks. Um, and those are those short, sometimes, you know, 60 second clips of me talking to the camera. And that is my passion, right? Videography, the setup of the camera, um, the design, the, the spatial design of, of what you see on the camera. Um, then the compilation of like, I love words. I'm not a poetry person, but I love, I love to listen to people put words together. And like, I'd be like, how did you say that? <laughs> like, how did, how did you know to put those? And so combining all of that together, and then the ultimate calling that God has called us to, which is to bring souls to Christ. That even if I'm not saying repent of your sins and be baptized and believe in Jesus Christ, but like the conversation that I have about relationships all points back to Christ. The conversation that I have about being thankful for what God has done for you all points back to Christ. And so I took what I was gifted at, what I love to do, what I was skilled at and compiled that with our ultimate purpose. And so if you are a makeup artist uh, or if you like makeup and you want to be a makeup artist, but you're like, how does this bring glory to Christ? How could you structure a brand that does makeup, but also brings glory to God? And so your conversations with um, the people whose makeup you're doing, that might be the thing that God has called you to do. If you're a teacher, even um, 
uh, <laughs> the girl that I dating is studying to become a teacher. And I, I can't, I can't wait. I, I promise y'all. Um, but if, if you're a teacher, you're saying, man, like I'm, tr- I'm struggling to figure out what my calling is, but like I, I went to school to be a teacher. Could your calling not be for the kids that you'll impact on a daily basis? And so I think we sometimes got to rip past the idea that everything that we do for God needs to be behind the church. It needs to be preaching or singing and there and understanding that there's so much more that the thing that God is gifted and talented in and, and thing that continuously pricks your heart, um, knowing that that thing could be the thing that you're called to. Um, and then I wrote here, your calling is oftentimes your burden. And so again, that thing that like, I feel like we all have, or most of us have the thing that like you go to sleep and this thing be on your heart, you wake up and this thing be for me, that thing is relationships. And that is how this podcast comes about the relationship with Christ, the relationship with your significant other. And then the relationship that you have with yourself, those three relationships are always have and have always been things that I think about um, all the time. And then now they, now I'm understanding as I grow more and more in God, that those are the things that he's called me to, to, to talk about. And so I have this trend on my TikTok going on right now, which I, I'm actually loving. Uh, my girlfriend and I were long distance for a while. And so we would ask each other some of the most uncomfortable questions. And I like to say that those uncomfortable questions were uncomfortable, but they were healthy at the same time. And so I've shared a few of those questions on my TikTok. And I think in a sum, I think I did four videos. I think they have over, like over, definitely over 6 million views on those videos, hundreds and thousands of comments and bookmarks and shares. Um, and so that was me just taking the thing that I'm passionate about and merging it with, and again, those questions might not say Jesus, 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 but the underlying positioning of those things is it points to the love of God. It points to how you grow your relationships in a healthy way that points towards um, that points to God. And so some of us have these easy call, not these easy, but some of us have these callings that are like birthed in our passion. And then others of us, others of us, um, or in a lot of us, I think you can have multiple callings. A lot of us have callings that are birthed in traumatic experiences, um, that we've gone through in our lives. So one of, one of my, one of my favorite stories or what has become one of my favorite stories in the Bible Honestly, I probably told the story on every podcast, on every podcast episode um, is a story about the man at the gate called Beautiful. He was sitting at that gate. He was I can never remember if he was paralyzed or if he was blind. Um, he was either paralyzed or blind. And Jesus and two of the disciples came up to the gate and they saw him. And the disciples said to Jesus, they said, why is this man blind or blind or disabled? Whatever. Why is he disabled? Does, that covers all of it. Why is he disabled? Now he was disabled since he was born, but they said, why, why is he disabled? Is it something that he did? Is it something that his parents did? Um, and Jesus looked at the disciples and he said, oh no, like this man is disabled so that God can be glorified. And so he, in that moment, he healed him and the man, you know, went on, it was fine. Um, and so I, if we, if we take that story in the Bible and apply it to our lives, I think it teaches us that sometimes the traumatic experiences of being and hear me metaphorically being disabled, you know, from birth until whenever, um, sometimes God will take just that thing, that traumatic experience that we've had in our life and make that our calling who, I wonder if this man ever knew that like he was blind all his life or he was disabled all his life because he was waiting for the moment that Jesus came and walked up to him at this gate to heal him. And that would be his, that, that would be the test. Like we, we still talk about this thing till today. 
thousands or hundreds of years ago that happened. But here we are talking about a man whose traumatic experience was his calling. So I wonder for those of you watching or listening, um, if your traumatic experience that you've gone through could be the thing that God has called you to called you out of and called you to testify to. And so we can go down the list of different traumatic experiences that people go through or have gone through and have somehow been affected by it negatively. But if it have eventually overcome that situation and are um, lighthouses, if you will, um, and are, are, are templates of, for people who are also going through that same thing, but kind of stuck on a deeper level. So understanding that sometimes that dark experience that you had or even that dark season, that dark time period that you've had in your life could be the thing that God like God put you in that on purpose so that you can come out on the other side and be a template and be a testimony to people who were going through that situation, but might not be able to come out of it as easy as you have. And obviously that's easier said than experienced. Uh, but I mean, hence, hence the title of this episode, understanding that our callings, our callings are not always easy. Um, and so I think that once we understand the, once we understand the, what the, what of our calling is, we have to understand the how portion of our calling. So understanding what I'm called to do or what I'm called to be, how these experiences have been uh, drafted in my life for me to walk through for, for this to become my calling. Once I understand that, I think the next question is, so how, like what I'm supposed to do with it? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this information? Like if I'm called to sing, understanding, okay, I, I might be a good singer. I might be called to sing, but on what level, how am I supposed to do this? Um, and I, I think the biggest thing that I could say, and I can say this fully from experience, is to serve my one of my favorite, not even one of my favorite. He is my favorite preacher in the world. S.Y. Younger says all the time to serve what's in front of you. And so I think that if you're looking to put your calling to use, then you have to serve the thing and the people that are in front of you. For a lot of us, that might mean serving the people who live with us, live in the house with us. Um that might be serving the small 25 people, 25 member church that we attend right now. Um, that might be serving the small, the, the thousand followers that we have on our social medias right now. That might be serving the five friends that we have in our friend group right now. Um, not, I think that not every, not every calling is meant for the masses. And so when we are content with serving the little that we have, I think that God obviously, obviously could eventually give us the mass. He can give us the, the, you know, he can allow us to sing in front of thousands of people. He can allow us to preach in front of thousands of people. He can allow us to, to have social media platforms with thousands of people. Uh, but I think that when we are not, not just when we are okay with serving, but like when we are content with serving, I grew up in my church and I started preaching or I don't like to say preaching. I started speaking at my church when I was 18 and it wasn't a big church at all. Like there are some days I promise you right hand up, strike me down right now. There are some days where there were like seven, where there were like seven people in the church. Um, and I was content speaking in front of those seven people. And I think little by little, God gave me opportunities to speak in front of larger crowds, like in person. Um, and then now I have opportunity to speak in front of millions, like the videos that go viral in front of millions of people. Uh, but what I understand the most is that like, whether it was those seven people or whether it was a video that reached seven million people, I promise y'all, it, it never made me a difference because I understood that my calling was not about the amount of people that I got that I got to touch. Uh, it, it wasn't a, my calling was never about the amount of people, but it was about the amount of impact. And so if I can strongly impact one person, 
I think that's greater than strongly or than than weakly impacting seven seven weakly impacting seven million people. Um, and so I think that when we talk about how one serving what's in front of us, but even like deeper than that, okay, how do I serve the people in my house? If I, if I'm called to sing, how do I serve the people in my house? If I'm called to, if, if I'm called to do a thing, how do I do it for those people um, who are directly in front of me? And I think the easiest thing that I could say, I, I think it obviously varies person to person. Um, and when I, when I say serving the thing in front of you and saying serve your house, if your service could like, I'm not saying pull out the karaoke machine and sing in front of your house all the time. But if you are called to sing like and you have a good voice, <laughs> don't wait until you get the platform with 100,000 people when you can sing in front of the 100 people that you have on your Instagram account or your TikTok right now. Um, I think that we oftentimes we this generation I made a I did a podcast about this recently. I think we're in such a microwave and rush the process type of generation. And I have very recently. So let me let, let me let me just say this is all new for me. I have very recently been, been uh, or become OK and more comfortable with the fact that not everything needs to happen overnight. Um, I've become more content and more OK with like just allowing God to process me the way he needs to process me. Um, so understanding that in the way or in 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 the how of serving or in in the how of using your gift and in the how of following what God has called you to do being okay with the fact that it won't be a bunch of people that it that it won't be a huge platform all the time and in many times it probably won't ever be a platform and in many times it probably won't be a platform and it doesn't have to be um, a platform but being okay, being okay and content with serving where God has called you to serve at this moment and then the other part that I'll say um, about navigating your calling is like, sometimes it just be like, God, why me? <laughs> uh, I, I think on both accounts, like, why me? Why do I have to experience this part of this? Like the, the negative part of being called. Um, but also in the good moments that come, like there, there definitely are moments where I'd be like, God, why me? Like, why do I get to, why, why do I get this pleasure? You know, um, the being okay with the fact that if God called you to a thing, then it's because he can trust you with it. Like even if the situation that you're experiencing is hard and this is a part of your calling, then knowing the Bible says we I feel like we know that scripture all the time that he'll never give you more than you can bear. Understanding that this weight, this weighted assignment that you're going through, that like God has given this to you specifically because he can trust you with it. This heartbreak, these experiences that you have to feel, um, these mental anguishes that you have to think that God has trusted you with this because he trusts that you can handle it. And even in the opposite of those joyous moments that we get, I, I feel like I have these moments more often than not where I'm like, God, I really don't understand why you gave me this opportunity because I don't deserve it. Could you take it away? <laughs> Um, but I've had to come to a place of being okay with the fact that like, even though I don't think that I, I deserve this, God gave this opportunity to me and God has gifted me with these callings. I'm in these assignments because God can trust me with them. And so knowing the same for you, that if God is giving you this thing, then that he's given it to you because he can trust you with it. I love, I love a good call to action kind of thing. Like I hate being like, all right, thanks for watching this podcast. Go home <laughs> and go do something else. Um, but my challenge for anybody who's listening this, listening to this um, right now, I'm trying to type these, I'm trying to type this out as, as I get it is to create a note in your phone and call the note called by God. Um, and then type out, type the word what, and like, we could type this, write it down. However you journal, what, why and how 
And like as you go throughout this week until you get to the next episode, huh? As you go throughout this week, um, really just sit in that as your prayer of like, God, what am I called to do? Why did you call me to it? And then how am I supposed to do this? And understanding, I feel like it's most important for my generation to understand that the how part of like, because I feel like everybody wants to be a TikTok influencer. Everybody wants to be some kind of influencer, um, but like big named thing. Um, and it really does seem like a every content creator that I know on TikTok, there's not many people who are content with. And I know I say this from I, 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 don't, I don't really know, but I know I say it from a place of like having a million. And so I really am in a place that I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm here. Cool. This is I don't I don't need to grow anymore. This is this is fine. I'm not in a race to grow. Um, and so I don't know many creators who are also in that space. And I, I say this for creators who are at. 10,000 and creators who are at 2 million, um, that everybody seems in a rush to like get the, or get bigger than they already are. Um, so in the how part, really being content with the fact that if God tells you how you're going to serve is you're going to be faithful to this 50 member church that you go to and you're going to serve there faithfully. And you're going to do that for the next 10 years, being okay with that. Like if that, if that is what my calling is, and if this is what you want me to do, then I am fully okay with that. Um, so as we go throughout this next week, the challenge again is to focus on what God has called you to. Even if, even if you know, and I'm going to challenge myself to this too. Even if you know what God has called you to, um, I think that I, any one of these three, the what am I called to do? Why am I called to do it? And how am I called to do it? I think if you think you know the answer to one of them um, or to all of them, I think if you sit in sit in it for a week or sit in it for a good amount of time and really ask God more um, about the three points. I think that you might discover more than what you already know. You might discover more of what you're called to do. You might discover of more more of why you're called to do that thing. I don't feel like we asked that question enough. Um, and then you might also discover more of how, like you might be serving um, and doing it well right now, but I think there could be more ways that God wants you to serve. And so really sitting in those three, what the why? in the hat. Um, thank you guys for watching this episode. I hope you enjoyed it or listening to this episode. I always save this for the end. And unfortunately, this episode is a regular podcast, regular audio only podcast, but we also do have YouTube. So if you Google or type, if you Google it, I'll pop up. <laughs> but if you also YouTube, um, Darius Covington or the Young and Love podcast on YouTube, uh, it should pop up. Go ahead and watch it over there. Until next time, we don't do long intros or outros here. Until next time, thank you all for watching, and I'll see you in the next episode, which will be next Thursday, because this would already have been bulk filmed. Bye.